Welcome to Try This at Home with Leslie and Leslin, a podcast that offers you tips and tricks for solving problems, increasing happiness, and creating a better life. Hi, this is Leslin from Try This at Home. It is hard to believe that we are 40 episodes in and ending the second season of this podcast. 2020 proved to be super challenging, as it has been for all of us. Today, we're reviewing how this year panned out for us as podcasters and as women in a changing world. It's been a wild ride for sure. So grab a cup of coffee or a glass of wine and listen in. Hi, Leslin. Good morning. It's the last one. We did it. I know. Can you believe it? It's, you know, it's a, I sit back and I think that means it's the end of October. Yeah. Which blows my mind. Yeah. There were, I feel like the first year that we did this, we were like, oh my gosh, we got to the end of it. Can you believe it? We, we accomplished our goal. We recorded 40 podcasts. And now I'm like, can you believe it that we made this work somehow? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know when I was, creating the list, I sat down and just kind of wrote out all 40 topics and I got to the ones we did in March and I'm like, oh, that's when Leslie was actually sitting across from me. Oh, I can remember. Oh, that's the one that we did in our cars. Oh, that's the one where the sound really screwed up because we didn't know how the hell we were doing this. (laughs) You know, it's like each one seemed to have a different, I don't know, a different little spark in terms of, oh, that's the episode where this happened because it felt like something was happening every week. It, I, by far, by far, this year was the most challenging for me because of technology and scheduling. Yeah. I mean, using the program that we use, Zencaster, it's a free program. It, you know, we're, we're very lucky in that regard, but it's different and it's hard not seeing your face because there's been so many times where we talk over each other a little bit because we're just not able to read each other's like physical cues. And that's been weird for sure. Yeah, that definitely has been, I think, I mean, it's, it has been kind of interesting, right? It means we've, we've, well, let's let's just kind of take a look back because, you know, we started out this year with a catch-up. We hadn't seen each other in like two and a half months. The holidays had passed. And so the first our first episode was really just us catching up. And yeah. We spent we I think we had lunch and we t- kind of talked about not during the podcast, but you know, beforehand. And we kind of talked about that was back in the day when we could actually go to restaurants and <laughs> sit across from each other. <laughs> And, you know, we really talked about what we wanted to try to do and this whole idea behind try this at home. I think it's important to talk about that a little bit because the whole impetus of this discussion, all 80 of them actually, has been to try and get people or motivate people to think about what they can do at home to improve the quality of their life. Yeah. Right? And I hope that that has gotten people to realize that 
it's not always enormous things. In fact, most of the time, it is very small things that can drastically improve your life. Yeah. At one time, the motto of my counseling practice was small things make big differences. It's the small things that make big differences. And I might've talked about this already, but I saw a quote and I think it was like, it was an ancient person like Plato or Socrates or something. I could pull it up real quick, but it mountains are moved one stone at a time. Literally. I mean, or one scoop of stones at a time. Right. Even if it's, even if you're using big dirt, movers you're you're scooping one scoop at a time <laughs> you don't just wave your wand or you know your right, hand right. or or make a wish it, it, it's literally one scoop at a time and i think that's really impactful because that's how change takes place for everybody yes for everybody and i and i think and more importantly that's how lasting change takes place Good because point. I feel like when you're doing, you know, trying to do big, enormous things, it's, it's harder and not as effective in the long term. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, yeah, I totally agree. And I think obviously there are some big changes that can make big lasting effects, but generally speaking, it's the little things. And I think it's the little things for that impact, like everything Like we talked about, random kindness. Right. We talked about friendship and social media and connection. And in all of those things, we we probably alluded to a number of little things that we can do that will ultimately create a significant difference. Yeah. So what was your favorite thing to talk about? You know, I tried to prepare for this question. And I'm going to say that one that my favorite thing to talk about is anything that is a deep introspective question. Okay, yeah. So like the the session or the podcast on what is truth. Uh-huh. Just this idea of how do we define what's true? I think that's a big, deep question. I think passive permission is a huge, deep question. We talked about that this year. We talked about what is normal. You know, that's it. Yeah. I think all of these things, purpose in life, finding purpose. I really love topics that that require you to dig deep. What about you? So... I I think talking about the pandemic, we had like a pandemic life kind of a few podcasts where we were touching on things related to that. I think that was my favorite only because it's history. Like we're living history right now. And mm-hmm. I can imagine someday my kids might go back and listen to this to see my perspective as a mom and a, you know, 30 six, seven-year-old woman. I think I think that was my favorite just because of the the weightiness of it for the future. That's interesting. You know, I 
I also think that, for me at least, a big part of those discussions was really focused on adapting and yes, patience. And, you know, we made the point that it's not the strongest to survive. It's the ones most willing to adapt. Yeah. Yep. And... I think our discussions on the pandemic really spoke to that as well. So hopefully that was something that people were able to take away from those hours, right? This idea that, geez, what do I need to do to survive? I don't, you know, it's not being mean. It's not buying the most toilet paper. It's not not any of that. It's not rushing to medicines necessarily or even my immune system function right it's really about yeah yeah. how well can I adapt right and isn't it interesting that back in March we you know we were scrambling to find a way to do this yep and today it's just when you want to record yep I'll pop in my car because that's where it's quiet for you (laughs) yep and I'm there right now. And we just plug up in the computer and we go. You know, I mean, yeah. look at what we learned as a result right. of having to adapt. And one one of the things too, I I think it's important to know that we asked for help. And we asked for help in the form of having someone edit this podcast and do show notes for us. And the reason we did that is because when we adapted and moved to this new form of recording, it was no longer easy, quote unquote, for me to edit the podcast. Right. And instead of just saying like, screw it, we're not doing this, we're giving up, we decided we had, you know, that we were going to reach out and get help. And it's, we met two really great people out of it. Yeah. And can I just say that like that was the, maybe one of the best accidental (laughs) discovery, you know, I mean, it's how much time did that free up for both of us? You were doing the editing. I was doing the notes. Yeah. My my notes in comparison to what Abby does. I mean, I'm just embarrassed in comparison. I was going to say, and my editing compared to what Jonathan does, I am also embarrassed. Like Mm -hmm. not only did we, we ask for help, but we, we ended up with a much better product because of it. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And and it's and even that hasn't been without challenges because I'm pretty sure we had an entire episode we had to record over because the audio uh-huh. wasn't working because of something on my end. We've had email challenges trying to get things back and forth. We've had Dropbox issues. We've, I mean, yeah, it's, but it was, it was really a great learning opportunity. And like you said, we developed relationships with these two people who helped us in such an amazing way. And, you know, Jonathan lives in Germany for crying out loud. I just think that's amazing that technology allows us this amazing yeah doorway into developing those kind of connections yeah all right cool so 
You know, another thing that I really enjoyed this year, we only did it twice. I think we had planned on doing it once a month and then things just kind of took on their own energy. But we did two book reviews this year. And that was different from last year. Yes. And you know what? I almost picked that as my favorite thing. That's so funny. Yeah. I I just like reading. I like audiobooks. I like reading Mm -hmm. physical books. So any anything that has to do with that, I'm a big fan. Yeah, cool. Well, do you have if somebody's listening and they have a book that or they need a book going into the winter, do you have one book that you'd like to just quickly review and suggest? Yes. I read a fiction book. It's just a lovely story. I enjoyed it. It's called The Dream Daughter by Diane Chamberlain. And it was totally not what I expected it to be, but it was wonderful. And I loved it. And if anyone wants to follow along with my plan for December, here's what I've decided I'm doing. I went to the used bookstore. We have a little book barn near us that sells books for a dollar. I went to the book barn. I bought like seven insanely cheesy, predictable Christmas themed novels. Um, And I am just going to read. They're like little Hallmark movies in books. And I'm just going to read them in November and December until I am filled with Christmas spirit. And that's my plan. They're so predictable. You can read them in like a day or two. And I think it's going to be so fun. (laughs) That is a great plan. I don't think I'm going to join you in that. (laughs) Listen, once I watched, is is it called The Red Shoes? Oh, I don't know. The Christmas. Oh, wait a minute. I'm going to have to look this up really quick because <laughs> if you have not, if you do not know this movie, it is, okay. I think it's called The Red Shoes. The Red Shoes. No, that's not oh, what it's called. A British drama? Christmas no. Shoes? I, I'm going to have to get back to you on that. It's a, yeah. it's a Christmas movie. And I thought it was, oh, it is The Christmas Shoes. The Christmas Shoes from 2002. Have you seen that? No. If you haven't seen it, because the cover of it has red shoes on it, that's why. Rob Lowe, first of all, so that was a a must in in my repertoire. And all I'm gonna tell you is, I was unprepared for the emotional sleigh ride. (laughs) I am going to recommend the Christmas shoes, the movie. If you want a good Christmas movie, I went out and bought it and I made everybody I knew and loved watch it that year. Um, Okay. I'll have this on my list. And then don't call me (laughs) when you're finished. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, it's a wonderful, it's a wonderful movie. Yeah. Okay. But it is like Hallmark on steroids. Yeah. I I fully intend, fully intend to subscribe to the Hallmark channel and watch every single one of those ridiculous Christmas movies. No I mean, you kidding. know, you know the plot of all of them already. Like nobody's surprised by anything. The acting right. is bad and I will watch every single one of them. 
Yeah, and I can't say the Christmas shoes acting is bad. Right. Um, It's a predictable story, but it, just watch it. I mean, I'm just going to say, you know, if you have, especially if you have a day where you just need to process something emotional. Yeah, yeah. Watch, okay. watch the movie. Okay. okay. It's a good idea. Yeah. All right. So I'll give you that instead of a, instead of a book. A book. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. So I'm just curious when we talk about pandemic life, we are still living pandemic life. Yes. Who who would have thought, right? What are your holiday plans? I mean, are you scaling back? Are you, you know, are you what's going on in your world for that? So pretty it, honestly, it's gonna look very similar to every other year, with one tiny exception. My my dad lives here now. We've talked about mm-hmm. that. Yep. So he obviously won't be like spending the night because he'll have his own house. My sister and her husband are coming for a couple days. At my sister's birthday is Christmas Day, so that's always crazy. And my mom's birthday is the day after, so that's always crazy. So anyway, my sister and her husband are coming, and we'll just be at my house, and that'll be that. And that's that's usually what it looks like anyway. So okay, small. So it'll be normal for you. It'll be normal. Mm-hmm. If I were a person that had like a giant get together, I would. M- my personality is such that I would be scaling back, mm-hmm. but that's just not how it is for me. So. What about you? It's going to be scaled back. Typically, my brothers, my kids, myself, and even my stepmom and her husband, we all kind of congregate. So there's, you know, there's typically 18 or 20 of us, if not more. Frank and Rosie will not be home from Europe this year, obviously. But that's not going to happen because we can't get... There just isn't any way to get people to to know that they're safe, right? And it's not, you know, we don't live in a climate where being outside is a predictable yeah. opportunity. So everybody's just going to have their own little private Thanksgiving. I think two of my girls are planning on laying really low for a few, like a week before Thanksgiving, so that they don't expose themselves. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they both work from home and it's just super easy to stay in and, and again, just not expose themselves. So they'll both get tested. And my one daughter's fiance, they'll all get tested after laying low for a few days, just double check. And then my oldest daughter does not have that opportunity at all. As a matter of fact, she will be working probably right up until Wednesday night. Okay. Yeah. And she lives, her roommate works in retail with the public. Oh, yikes. So she will not have an opportunity to to do that. And I think her plan is, I don't know what her plan is, but she doesn't feel comfortable coming home because there's no way she can assure us that she hasn't come in contact with the virus. Yeah. And, And I mean, I was just going to comment really quick that there are now more cases in our area than there's ever been. Ever. Yeah. I mean, yeah. even in our little rural area, yep. I'm hearing yesterday, as a matter of fact, I heard that all three high schools had positive cases on their sports teams. Uh, the, tr- cool. 
the charter school and both of our area high schools. So, you know, I mean, I think that's true of so many places, right? Yeah. And it's, I, 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 I know I feel the fatigue too. I mean, we probably could have done an entire episode just on fatigue and how Mm -hmm. so many people are saying, well, if the president didn't die, maybe I won't die. So, right. But don't forget people, if you're listening to this, not everybody, none of us, as a matter of fact, have access to the medications that he had access to. Yeah. Um, That's evident by the 220 some odd thousand people that are no longer here for this Christmas. So Yeah. And the people I heard this morning on the news that age is the tiebreaker on whether or not somebody gets a bed down in Texas. Mm. So it's very sad. I think it's going to be very sad. And, you know, fortunately, my kids love me so much that they're willing (laughs) to, you know, they're saying, mom, we're not going to risk it. We're just not going to risk exposing you. So I appreciate that, like but I'll be loving, loving gift ever, by the way. <laughs> it really is. And my oldest daughter has already made plans to be here for two weeks over Christmas. So okay. she's kind of making up for it. So, yeah, yeah. And if it's a nice day, I mean, if it turns out to be a nice day and we can be outside, she'll come up. Yeah. Yeah. But, I think that's a great plan. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm having a hard time fun- actually processing the fact that we're talking about Thanksgiving and Christmas. <laughs> it it just kind of blows my mind, you know, that that it's here. So anyway, it, it's it's all good. Do you have any big plans between now and next year in terms of projects or you know anything like that? Not Really, we, you know, we did all of the home projects this year. So we're kind of laying low. And I have some work things, goals for work that I am working towards and working on. But no, nothing, nothing crazy big. No, we're just, and and that's, uh, you know, intentional, really. The goal is just to stay, stay sane and safe <laughs> until we can come out in the spring, I think. Excellent. I am going to do my darndest to finish my next manuscript. Oh, I love that. My, it's out, it's by my chair and my, (laughs) my goal, there are huge chunks of it that really need restructured and, and rewritten. Yeah. And so my goal is just to hang out with my laptop in my lap, HGTV, on silent, you know, I just really <laughs> like seeing the before and the after pictures. Yep. <laughs> if I if I turn it on, then I stop what I'm doing. You know. Right, right. You get invested. <laughs> right. I and it not be. I mean, usually it's just a lot of chatter, but I I really do love the before and the after pictures, and so I'm just gonna kind of hang out in between appointments, and I'll probably take if the, I, my decision is if the temperature is under 45, I'm going virtual. If the temperature is over 45, we can do my outdoor office. Okay. So I'm hoping for a mild winter, which gives me maybe a 50-50 shot of being able to be outside. So that's my plan. That sounds good. Yeah. And, and, you know, a little, being a little chilly during therapy is fine. It keeps you awake and alert. So it's fine. It's good. (laughs) 
I'm going to double check on that with my clients, really. <laughs> and I appreciate your perspective. And maybe for, you know, the half hour or so or the 45 minutes that you're out there. But I'm, I promise you that when you're out there, I mean, I also decided that I'm going to say to hell with style. And I'm gonna. I'm considering some Carhartt overalls. No, you need to wear a snuggie. Do you remember that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Wear well, a snuggie. <laughs> to be honest, yesterday I did have visions of a sleeping bag. Of you know, <laughs> of just suggesting to everybody that you step into this little sleeping bag and zip it up. And I have a heater for your upper body, but dang, on it, like I had on just. You know, cute little flats yesterday, and that was just stupid. Yeah, I mean, it only got down into the fifties, but my feet were cold. Yeah, five hours of being out there in that cold, damp air. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm so if you're a client of mine and you're listening, you're just gonna have to know that I'm not gonna look cute and professional. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm going to look warm. <laughs> I yeah. I'm all in on that. They've seen you already look cute and professional. Who cares? They know it's possible. Well, that and that's my point. And I just figured that the new clients that I get between now and then, you know, it's a story. It's a story. It's an adaptation. We're all yeah. doing it. So, you know, it's <laughs> it just is what it is. Yeah. I, I've noticed that I don't have enough sweaters in my wardrobe. And I think that's interesting. You know, I, I have... Tons of blouses and cute cardigans that match them, but not enough sweaters that I can wear to be outdoors like that. Anyway, enough about my wardrobe. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I, I will admit, I always do look forward to our little hiatus. It's, it feels like, you know, one less, well, it is one less thing. Gosh, it is one less thing for us to do during the week. That always Mm -hmm. feels, you know, that always feels good when you get a little break. So. It does. And I wanted to thank you for being an amazing co-host and for always kind of keeping the conversation going with me and just being fun to talk to. Yeah. It, it's uh, doing this helps me personally, I think as much as it might help anybody listening. So cool. Same. Well, I want to quickly review the ideas to keep in mind this year or as you go through all of these little things, we suggested that you try this at home. Of course, our last two episodes about relationships were really pragmatic and apropos. The personal growth pieces that we did this year in terms of living with regret and disappointment, fostering positivity, adapting, living with joy, all of those kinds of things. And and you can go through the episodes and really take a look at that. But if you want to really foster any of those attributes, you know, we've got a podcast to help you. We also talk a lot about big ideas like cancel culture and passive permission and truth and living, you know, you don't know what you don't know in And then we have a few mental health issues sprinkled in there, like narcissism and codependency and education and connection, belonging and friendship. So I think if you're at home and you're saying, hey, where do I get a little boost 
where do I get, you know, some heavy thinking if you really want to stimulate some conversation around your Thanksgiving table, maybe bring up the idea of passive permission, which (laughs) on a final note kind of leads me to by the time people are listening to this, the election will have been over because this will post on the 4th of November. Yep. Yep. And regardless of what the outcome is, you may need to go back and listen to the Coping with Negativity podcast. Kindness. Or kindness the kind, podcast. Yes, the Kindness podcast. I might also suggest season one, episodes one through, or episodes 12 through 19 about communication. <laughs> you know, it, it's so important to remember that survival is about adaptation. Yeah. And peace, love, joy, and connection does not come from defining right and wrong or from creating a right and wrong argument. We must learn to look at differences, find a way to respect and accept differences. Yeah. And on a, on a, you know, I don't know, this is something that's going on with me personally. And I, I feel like it's relevant after the election, regardless of what happens with the election, get involved if you can locally, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. really get involved. I, I mean it. I, I volunteer and I, I do things locally and sometimes it drives me absolutely crazy, but there are opportunities for all of us to get involved. And I think the world is better for it when we do. Last night, Dustin and I took poll watcher training via Zoom. And even though I'm actually not signed up to be a poll watcher, I'm, I'm signed up to volunteer on election day in another capacity. And my husband is tearing down, cleaning up at our polling location. But we took this poll watcher training and it's really interesting. And I learned a ton. And you know, you get a lot out of giving. You really do. And whether that makes me sound selfish or not, (laughs) you know, whatever. But I just really wish that people would do less talking and more doing when it comes to local stuff. I I really, really do. And, you know, we we do have a podcast in our first season about volunteering and the value and the benefits of volunteering. And... Uh, one of the common characteristics of happy people is that they practice benevolence. Yes. So, you know, you, you are spot on in that regard, regardless of whether it's political or any kind of charitable activity, charitable meaning of your time, right? right. There is a benefit because it leads to the eudaimonic expression of happiness. Mm-hmm. You know, we have an episode on that too, <laughs> on happiness, we talk about it. So, you know, I completely concur and endorse that sentiment. Pay attention to how you, that little thing that you can do to change the world, to move a mountain. 
what is your contribution of moving the mountain in your world? Yeah. So that's our try this at home this week is to do something that contributes to moving the mountain in your world. And we will leave you with that. So for now, this is Leslie and Leslyn thanking you so much for hanging out with us during our second season. And we hope that you will join us in February for the beginning of the next year. Have a wonderful, wonderful holiday season. And again, thanks for all of the support. This is Leslie and Leslyn hoping you will try this at home. All perspectives and opinions expressed during this podcast are for educational and informational purposes only. There is no direct or indirect intention to provide psychotherapy or mental health services. If you are seeking counsel for individual circumstances, please consult with a local health professional. 